This is not a test. We are the Glass Cannon Network. Now begins our manifesto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) You guys look terrifying. Terrifying. Where's Joey? We lost him. He's cleaning up the pee underneath his seat. Where the hell did he go? Look at these masks. I I can't pick a favorite, but if I had to, <sighs> gun to my head. Oh no! Uh, oddly enough, I think I'd pick Baron. The Baron mask is awesome, and it's the only one that I think you can wear in public and not get too many stares. It's like look at that crazy, the red bearded guy with a cigarillo. <laughs> yeah. um, I wore rest? mine to the post office today, and uh, <laughs> I didn't get any friendly looks. No, <laughs> no friendly looks. <laughs> I had to jump off camera because mine was upside down, I realized, as soon as we went live. And uh, I couldn't reveal my identity by taking it off on camera. So let me let me tell you, though, (laughs) the the benefit, which is not backed up by any health professionals whatsoever, (laughs) is that these enhance social distancing because no one wants to be near you while you're wearing it. Exactly. (laughs) It it pays for itself. Yeah. Can we go back, though, to Joe? Uh. Having one thing to do, and he put the mask on upside down, like the natural <laughs> one. Very stressful. You had a fifty percent chance of getting that right. It's not like you had it going diagonally over. Your, Is this how you do it? Um, or backwards? Fifty percent chance you went upside the down. Folks at home, the uh, face mask bit came up about ninety seconds before we went live, and I had to streak down to the, <laughs> the lower edge of the house and grab why it and run back. Why did you take the time to take your clothes off? Yeah, that's I what know, slowed thought, you down. As soon as I said it, I was like, damn it, Matthew's going to get me on that. <laughs> <laughs> when I don't know the verb, I just I just skip it. <laughs> I'm like, is that the right verb? Uh, I'll just use a, a gesture instead. Uh, no, these look great, and they're flying off the shelves. I should yeah. uh, I should look at the uh, the report, the inventory report, see what the big seller is. But uh, I can I tell know. you what the big seller is. Oh, you know, you you looked at yeah. the uh, the dailies, Fork Iron Tusk. Oh, oh yeah, big talk, okay. big talk for the guy who wore it upside down. <laughs> How did you even put it on upside down? Can we see what it looks like upside down again? Yeah, go run the tape back. You'll see it just fine. <laughs> I put it on and I looked at it for a second because you know how like when you do uh, Skype or Zoom or whatever you like it flips yours like it's a mirror image uh-huh. and I looked funny to me for a second I was like is that did it not go mirror image or something and I was like no the tusks are straight up pointing down like fangs <laughs> it looks like uh, you're wearing like a pair of whitey tighties when it's upside down like it's got a oh, weird yeah, yours looks, yeah yours doesn't look right and well, there they are. Now available in our brand new merch store. Uh, and speaking of merch, we're giving you, away uh, some merch tonight. That uh, that hat that Joe's wearing, uh, we're giving away one of those. Uh, we're giving away uh, uh, the new Nestor Coin t-shirt, uh, which uh, I don't have in front of me, but it's, it's pretty badass. Cool. It's very cool. And then we're bringing away, uh, giving away one of the Lork's Gonna Lork shirts, which is uh, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, buddy. Because I like it because the design is kind of shitty, and so it's ironic that it's uh, for Lork. It's just kind of, you wear it, and you're like, hey, everything about it is kind of lame, kinda and that's sucks. why I, I like it. And it's actually the top seller uh, right now uh, in terms of T-shirts <laughs> at that price point. Uh, so Lork's going to Lork shirt, Nestor shirt, and a hat. We're giving three away tonight. All you got to do is go to our Instagram, at the Glass Cannon, follow it. Comment on the status where you see uh, Skid, Joe, and Matthew wearing the merch, and then tag 
two of your buddies. Um, why? Because that's how you grow on Instagram. I don't know why. And this is um, only but, available to people on the stream, or can people who listen on the pod feed do it? Oh, it'll be too late. We're giving it too away late. tonight. So Another you had reason all day. to tune in. Another reason we, to tune in. Another reason to tune in. We had it up since noon. By the end of the night, we'll uh, we'll give those away uh, to tune three in. different lucky peeps. Or at the very least, check the Instagram. Check check the Instagram on Thursday. You never know. Never know. Maybe you want. catch a giveaway. Uh, I'm going to check the Instagram right now. No, I don't have time. We got to do a show. <laughs> do you guys know where I went today? Pretend like you don't know. I don't know where you went today. The proctologist. No, I went. Uh, I went to the office. Oh. I went oh, to the old, no way. our old stomping ground. Get grounds. out of Dodge. How's no. it doing? It's all right. It's all right. It. Uh, uh, how's the toilet? That's my, my main concern. It's not great. It's not great. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't no. know what happened, uh, but I kind of blacked out and, and peed in it, and I regret it. Uh, something is. <laughs> Something is horribly wrong with the toilet, but I was bursting. Um, I had to, it was either that or the kitchen sink, and I made or my choice. Or the public restroom. Or the, the public hallway. restroom that is, I mean, fifteen feet from the door of the office. If, when you know when you have pea brain, it's just like ah, it's gotta come out. Um, yeah, something yes, is, we've already established that you make a lot of decisions when you have pea brain that maybe <laughs> aren't the wisest. <laughs> Get out of here, you pea brain! Uh, no, but we, we we really should call the landlord. There is a problem with the uh, with the toilet. It's very very. Very, very gross and awful. Um, but the office looked great. I mean, it just... No lights fell? No lights fell. Uh, all the windows are still intact. And uh, we had a lot of packages. A lot of packages. And I separated them all into, like, merch returns and uh, Joe's pile and uh, uh, Paizo stuff. And, uh, and then I left. Thank um, you for not peeing on those piles. I thought about it. There was a couple of them. I was like, uh, no, no, I'll just use the dirty toilet. Um, but it was weird being back because I'm in there. Basically, I was in New York today. I was in the city. Uh, I had some business I had to attend to. And uh, so then I went to Astoria uh, because I had some time to kill. I was waiting for something. Uh, what I was waiting for was for my cat to finish her uh, grooming at the spa, uh, his grooming at the spa. So I had to uh, – that was in Manhattan. So then I went to Astoria because I had a, three hours. Uh, he spends three hours there. He gets the blueberry facial, of course, and uh, his nails trimmed perfectly, manicured. Uh, then he gets a shampoo um and they put on a, a conditioner after that and then there is a full uh, hour and a half grooming session slash massage so once was that there was, a, was there a point at which you thought we needed to know why you were in the city I nobody just, cares why you had I, to go to the I city i believe in total disclosure and i think there's some people out there that would appreciate uh the pampering i give mr linus uh anyways i, I had some i had some time to kill there's many more who wouldn't I'm well, me included. I'm I'm well, gonna I'm gonna buy a cat and name it Total Disclosure. It'll be great. It's a great name. <laughs> TD, TD. Uh, and then uh, so then I went to Astoria and I uh, went to my mechanic because I wanted to get an oil change and a sticker. I figured I had the time. And then I said, you know what? I'll walk to the office. Go check out the old stomping grounds. And it is very strange being in New York City. Like seventy percent of people are wearing masks. A solid 30% aren't. Uh, and they're just there. they're just out there. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how is everybody sick? Or is, there, is nobody sick? How does this work? It's uh, very, uh, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discomforting. Uh, I'm just like, wow, okay, so we're, we're not going back to the office anytime soon. This, uh, the world is going to end before that happens. And then I get to the office, and there's, there's nobody there. I see the landlord, and the signs everywhere is like, uh, wear a face mask. He comes out, no face mask. He's like, oh, hey. Goes out, I'm like, oh. It was like hanging around his ear. Everybody's got the face mask with their nose hanging out. And I'm just, yeah. I'm in the office. I finally get in there, rip it off. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So now you do the hold, hold your breath past the graveyard. I do that too. If yeah, I see someone not wearing a mask, I, I, I take in a deep breath when I'm about 15 feet away. Then I walk faster, which is actually using more oxygen at the time. Then I get past, let it out, take a deep breath then again, which is insane. I, I don't think it I'm works. In, I'm in the office. I'm handling a package. I pull the stuff out. I wash my hands. I open up another package. I pull the stuff out. I wash my hands. And I'm like, I can't. I can't live like this. There is no way we can go back to life anytime soon. Anytime like our normal work life. I don't, I don't understand how it's going to be humanly possible. So it was a real uh, cathartic moment, I guess, or an existential, a moment of existential dread where I was like, Oh, I thought we'd be back sooner. And now I don't, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen. Your second time back to the office since all this has happened. I know Joe's been second, maybe third. I think second. Yeah. Mm. And it's um, different this time? It it's felt different. different. Um, I felt a little more comfortable in there. The first time I was there for like 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. Um, and this time I just, I was like, I was kind of tidying it up and I, I was walking around looking at stuff, looked in the closet. It's like the last episode of Cheers. I was Sam Malone just looking at the bar. <laughs> like, We're closed. I, I, um, I like, I, when I was there, I like walked upstairs and then I like walked over to my seat yeah. at, the, at my station at the, uh, and then I was like looking down at my dice and then I was like, all right. <laughs> and then I was, it's like what are you doing there by yourself there's nothing like no imminent work to be done you're just kind of like huh? you have a lot of it uncomfortably this is what concerns me was it disgustingly weirdly hot or anything yes. like that because i'm worried about the electronic equipment uh so getting like, too much heat in there i i don't have much tolerance for heat and i didn't turn the ac on the entire time i was there yeah, I was just it, like were some windows gross. cracked one window was cracked, yeah, so okay. there was enough air coming It was in. pretty hot when I was there. We should talk about this in a separate meeting. <laughs> well, I think people like to know about this stuff, um, and they mainly they want to know that Psychoside Sesh will be playing for the next three years, because that's when we'll be back to work. I, I will say that electronic equipment <laughs> is designed to uh, take an electrical charge that runs through it. It's not a baby or a pet that you are not supposed to leave in the back of your car. It should be fine. That's all I'm saying. I was waiting Except for Grant to come in with the talk down to Matthew speech. <laughs> mm-hmm. There it is. It is. It is in direct sunlight in a just a oh, the sealed box. Is bad. Yeah. For, we also and, have, and will be for the entire summer. And we have it, the so. UV. We have the UV coating on the windows too, so it's not quite as bad as if it's UV coating. Oh yeah, those, those windows are brand new. Yeah. We should just oh. get like giant uh, silver reflectors like people have in their Honda Civics. <laughs> we in should our doors. Our window. Are you fun. only allowed to use a silver reflector in a Honda Civic? I, I see them most you, in Honda Civics. Like a 1995 <laughs> Honda Civic, and it has a like club. A, they absolutely a have of, a club behind there. Like a pair of sunglasses or like a beach scene. Yeah, that'd be fun. We had, I think <laughs> my mom had one for her Buick, and it was Garfield at, at the beach. Oh, that's 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 cute. <laughs> that like was that in one. 1992, though, so... Uh, I'm uh, totally content with just... Uh, just talking like this for the next hour and uh, 50 minutes because I, uh, I realized last night we had a little hangout with, uh, with some, some friends and uh, uh, our, our, top, our top subscribers on our Patreon. And uh, I said jokingly, uh, not jokingly, it was the truth. I was like, this is only the third time I've hung out in a, on a social Zoom since this started and everybody looked at me like I had three heads like I didn't realize that people were doing this constantly like I hung out uh, once for our friend's birthday uh, once for the PaizoCon Scotch party and last night and that's the only time I've talked to anyone on Zoom I didn't realize like Joe's like I got nine uh, party games a week on Zoom <laughs> it's like I'm turning them down uh, yeah. <laughs> 
So what I I'm saying more is, in a week than you've done in three months. This time here, this is my only time to be social, really, or the only time I I, I have to be social is to hang out with you guys and and the Nash, obviously. So I just want to milk it for as much as possible because this is this is all I get. Otherwise, it's talking to a cat, a baby, or my wife. <laughs> I love them all, but that's well, all I'm I have. excited. But I'm nervous. I'm excited and nervous uh, to, to jump into this. Yeah, uh, because this is going to be rough. It's a little Wait, heavy. I was waiting for the payoff here, and we never got it. How does Linus look? Oh, he looks like a million bucks. I would invite him in here, but he would he would walk all over the uh, the uh, fucking keyboard. I might have a photo though. <laughs> does he enjoy? Does he enjoy being pampered in that way, or does he Troy, kind e- of a email it to me? I'll throw him up on the screen beautifully. Uh, okay, I'll do that. Do um, it. Yeah. And then just everyone else vamp while Troy's figuring out. His, he his looks like a million bucks. Um, but it's an iPhone. They all work the same. Yeah, no, I think he sure. likes it. He always, listen, I know he's a cat, but we have a special bond. <laughs> and when I pick him up and I put him in the car and I'm like, Linus, you look like a million bucks. He gives me this look where he's just like, thank you. Thank you for taking me. I was so uncomfortable with all that hair. And I know you had a lot going on. I know there's a worldwide pandemic. I can feel the tension in the house. But thank you. Thank you for taking me. Uh, I know that you didn't have to do that. I know that you could just take me to a groomer in Westchester, uh, like your oh, uh, wife said. But um, I know that you appreciate what I bring to the house and to the family. And that you'll drive an hour and a half to bring me to the only Persian cat groomer in all of five boroughs uh, that has five stars on Yelp. So thank you. That's what that's the look that he gives me. Um, See, this is what happens when you're isolated with just your baby, <laughs> your wife, and a cat for several months. I like <laughs> I, I like that Linus refers to Sam as your wife and not as Sam because <laughs> yeah, the bond right. is with you and not with her. Right? Yeah. Even though it was like <laughs> Linus was her uh, like uh, her wedding gift for me <laughs> it was Linus, but we just we really hit it off, and so. I've, <laughs> We uh, we are about to have liners on the screen. The, it is several megapixels larger than the screen. Here he comes. Let's see. This uh, this is probably going to look good. Uh, he is just. That's. I want to see him on. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he looks so angry. He looks so pleased. Oh, look at yeah. that! Look at that guy. Yeah, what? that look really says thank you. Yeah. Yep. That's, you what, that's what I see. You can see it too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it looks man. more grateful than anything in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That is, honestly, he, he's never looked happier than he does in that. Uh, <laughs> I believe that as well. Look at that. What a, what a handsome he looks guy. Like, he looks like Winston Churchill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying to me? <laughs> to the Baltic in Um Madam, I may be drunk, but you are ugly, and I shall be sober in the morning. <laughs> There he is. Uh, that's uh, Linus. And uh, anyway, that was worth it. That was totally <laughs> well worth, worth it. it. Spoiler alert: He's the boss of this module. Um, okay. Speaking is the, of this, is the final battle just us trying to learn how to groom him? Right. That's all you have to do. You have to pass uh, twenty-five separate skill checks, uh, and they're all they're all profession skill checks. <laughs> Sleight of hand to make it look like I gave him the blueberry facial. Wait a minute. Let me smell him. That's not blueberry. Uh, speaking of the module, um, we we had a bit of a humdinger last week that ended in a ding hummer, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, 
a lot. A lot of stuff went down, and I want to see what you remember of it. What What did you guys do last week before you ended up in that gruesome scene uh, in the center of town? We went to the manor house. Went we paid to the our, manor house. We paid uh, paid our respects to uh, Major Jomo Laurentiu. Laurentiu. Major Jomo Laurentiu. Uh, and the Baroness. We spoke the to Baroness. the Baroness. Yes, yes. Anya Boroy. Who had lots of scars on her arms. Mm-hmm. And lots of scars. Totally normal. Missing a couple fingies. Oh, yeah. The um, that's just Zonkuthan worship. But you find out she's fine. She's totally fine. They can't send mail out of Carpad. That's why her dad's not getting her correspondence. There's a plague going around. Oh, yeah. And a bunch of people are disappearing. But we can't send mail. And you're like, what was that second part? Uh, so you start questioning her, and then you also bring up the fact that she had sent messages saying that like her husband wasn't quite the man she married, and she kind of explained, maybe holding back a little bit, that um, ever since they had their son, um, they don't. She doesn't know if it was co- coincided with that or this disease that has sprouted up in town or the disappearances. But her husband's been a little off, a little uh, disturbed because he's the Baron. This is his barony. It's a lot of pressure for someone. And uh, and he's a new dad on top of that, so he hasn't been taking it well. You start asking about this disease. They call it tallowthroat, where people get pale and wan and get these goiters on their neck. And it started spreading uh, pretty quickly. And their solution, the Baron's solution, was to get rid of all the f- uh, fetchlings, all of the Kyle that worked at Boroy Manor, because they believed that they were the carriers of this. And so they fired all of them, sent them all out, except one, the Houndmaster, who you then later meet. Gavriel. Gavriel. You also find out that people have kind of been disappearing here and there. You don't know if it's, they don't know if it's related or not, but it's just like another thing on top of this disease. So then you go and you speak to the Baron. He is not interested in talking to you. He already knows that you are now guests in Boroy Manor, uh, but he really doesn't uh, have any time for you. And uh, he's kind of all over the place. He says that this is like an intelligent disease that is spreading throughout town, that it, that it knows things, and it's all the fetchling's fault. They're, they're the ones that brought this, and so, so they, they, they've, they've got to go because they're, they're out to get me. And he's, he's a little paranoid, obviously. As you're leaving, Alfonso... Is trying to look at the books that he's reading. Can't quite get a solid glimpse, but does notice that he casts no shadow. Something that is quite abnormal for a person. And he also, sorry, he promised me his desk and his will. I just want to make make sure (laughs) that everyone remembers that. I get his desk if he dies. Arizona. It's canon. Uh, You go downstairs, you meet the Houndmaster, Gavril. And uh, he's kind of indifferent to you uh, at first, but uh, with some savvy diplomacy, you find out that, you know, he was kept on because he's the only one that can control uh, the Baron's favorite Mastiff, Yosef, oddly enough, uh, also the name of one of his deceased brothers. Um, And then once you really sweet talk this guy, he tells you, like, here's the deal. I'd love to go back out to Shade Row and be with my my, my kin, but uh, I'm probably safer in here because I was having an affair with the baker, 
and uh, she disappeared, and everyone probably thinks I was the last one to see her. So if anybody knows about the affair, that's one problem. Two, they think that I was the last one to see her. But here's the catch. I wasn't the last one. The Chandler came in right after I hopped out the window because I didn't want us to be caught in an amorous position. So he's like, you know, maybe find out what's going on there if you can. Um, You guys seem cool. Thanks. So then you're like, all right, let's go check out Shade Rail. Let's go find out what's going on with these fetchlings. Let's go find out what's going on with their little community. Kyle. And uh, so you start walking out there. This is how um, Braven walks. You're walking out there. And... And then you get to the bridge, and you're about to go to Shade Row, and you notice a couple people running down the street. You're like, what the fuck's going on over there? You follow them all the way to the town square, where you see huge tree splinters all along the ground forming uh, kindling. Three stakes sticking up with three Kyle tied to each one of the stakes. And a man, looks like he has the, the crest of the Boroy family, on his chest waving a torch like he's going to light burn them at the stake light the uh, kindling on fire and he says something to the effect of this is his key says these vile shadows stole my only daughter right from our home my sweet sweet Olya we must have justice for what they have done to this town they're bringing a plague to Carpat. A plague that they can use as a precursor to a revolution against us. We will burn them. We will burn them all for what they have done. And the angry mob. Ah! Just as you guys roll up. Let's go to roll 20. Okay. Wow. Straight to the Twanzoni. Go get it, Ray. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Wow, look I, at that mob. I yeah. really dug in to find the most uh, diverse group of Roll20 free pawns I could find. Um, <laughs> I really man. wanted to... There's a, there's a lot of tavern servers here. Is that I was uh, like, what, what is this person? <laughs> what meat does this person have? Yeah, well, you know, I see a baker... The yep. grocer? That, that must be the, 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 the baker's husband. Yeah, they're, 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 they're Don't tell him that his wife was cheating on him. There are a lot of triplets in this town. That's a strange thing. Oh, quadruplets, yeah. actually. The mystery they all seem deepens. to be carrying the same plate of meat. Yep, well, and they're all looking southward. They're not even paying attention to the... <laughs> uh, what are they looking just, at? They're, they got to focus on their meat. Well, yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy must have the, the choices cut. So they're all kind of following him. <laughs> Choice nugs. Even th- right. even this guy, even this butcher is like, I'd rather have his flank steak than my flank steak. <laughs> and it's like, oh, looking over there. Do you appreciate that I at least took the time to kind of space them all out all over the place? So there's, yeah, there's nice. a butcher up here, and then an, you don't see another one till over here. No, it looks very natural. <laughs> <laughs> I even took the time the, today. I was like, maybe I can pump, pump this up a little bit. And this is what I did. All right. You see this guy here? Yeah. Uh, he's just, I don't know, like a tavern guy. I just changed his tint. Oh, oh, oh clever. This is, this is what he really looks like. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Tricks of the trade. Uh, with I, Troy think, I think yeah. you're now officially a power user of Roll20. Well, I don't want to brag, but uh, that's the kind of work I do when it comes to crowds. Um, See, everyone emailing us, sending us messages to use, like, they use the Foundry instead, and it's just like, but then we'd be giving up all this kind of expertise that you have right. just shown us. 
I don't want to take the time to relearn that. No. On another Too tabletop, uh, another virtual tabletop. Are there tabletop. four blacksmiths in this town? You know, they, they need a lot of weapons. Five. The neighboring, Five. you never know when other uh, countries will attack. Let's talk about <laughs> what's going on at the dais. Uh, here's the dude with the torch, okay? And then here yeah. is uh, Kyle number one, two, and three, um, all tied to stakes. No doubt chopped from this giant tree here to the south. Brought up onto the dais, and they're going to burn this shit down. The crowd is is just kind of mumbling uh, and grumbling, and uh, a couple of them turn to see you um, and just kind of look at you, open mouthed as you're as you're walking up. What do you guys do? Uh, the adjunct constructor suddenly disappears. I mean, oh, he no. doesn't disappear. She walks away. I was just going to say, Alfonso does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Braven, cursor, buy us some time. <laughs> okay. And then he dips back behind this tent to watch and make sure exactly what's going on with adjunct instructor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, she goes around the side. She looks for uh, the uh, medieval equivalent of a phone booth. Uh, <laughs> just chasing her. He just keeps chasing her. Uh, to I gotta see go make a does. call. I got a thing. Uh, oh it seems very serious, but uh, one of my students sent me a letter. I gotta, I gotta answer this letter. Very I have to see matter. if my hunch is right. Right now? Uh, no, but like as the as soon as he sees and senses this danger and this awful shit going on in this crowd in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's what he says to Karzor and Braven. It's like, buy me some time. And then he slips back, uh, just out of the sight of the crowd. Please let me know when 60 seconds has passed. Exactly. Okay. I need 60 seconds precise. Um, the villagers just watching you guys. Two of you pale off, and they're just looking at Braven and Karazor, looking back at the guy talking, looking back at you. Uh, Karazor says, let me through, let me through. And he, like, kind of shoulders his way through the crowd and gets up onto the dais here. And uh, he, before you get to the dais, he's like, stop! What do you have to say, outsider? You are not from here! I am the captain of the guard! Stand down and let us burn them for what they have done! And he turns and he says, Ah, outsider! Yes, exactly! Look at me, all of you! What do you see? Spreads his arms wide. He says, a monster, yes? A monster! A yeah. monster! A gnoll! A horrible gnoll! Burn him too! Yes, burn me too, exactly! <laughs> but I am here to tell you that you cannot simply go about casting aspersions this way. When you see, look, if you look closer at my face, I have tiny glasses. This may be a, a small hint as to the true character that lies beneath this beastly exterior. And I look back at these poor souls that you have tied to these stakes, and I see that perhaps they, despite their terror, clearly evil appearance, may not be carriers of disease. They may not be vectors. They may not have even stolen your child, sir. No, 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 they have. They have murdered my child and, and, and used what's left of her as, as, as components for their evil magics. Oh, well, uh, do you have proof, then? Uh, 
Uh, no, but I have heard things. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it to be true. They, they are, they, they, they are. They are not only killing us and using them for their witchcraft, but they are, they are taking our people, our very people, and, and selling them as as thralls or perhaps as meat for the night hags that roam the Uskud. Well, I'll admit that sounds pretty bad. But oh, lo! Who has just appeared on the scene? <laughs> Could that be? They all turn around, and there stands the crystal ghost. <laughs> as, as that's Sorry, happening, God. as they're all distracted with that, Raven would like to roll a stealth check to get as close to the wood that's underneath them as possible. Close to the wood yes. as possible. Okay, yes. they all part. Wow. <laughs> kind, of a, see the crystal ghost. kind of a Moses situation. Uh, so yes. And Alfonso will come walking up as well. Uh, uh, right, excuse so me, I, I, stuck, I snuck around the back. I can't find your other pawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get you one. Uh, Braven, I need you to roll your stealth check against this man holding the torch. Okay. Better be good. It is a 18. Not That's pretty great. good. Uh... All right, so it seems as if at least the guy holding the torch hasn't seen you, but uh, a couple of the townsfolk have. And goes, oh, what, what is he doing? Yes, uh, who is this man? Why is he walking towards the stage? Stand and back. They must Raven's be punished going to start for saying, their crimes. Raven's going to start saying, burn them. Burn them. To get on their side, just so he can oh. keep his position. All right, roll a bluff. Okay. I'm Umlo. <laughs> uh, it is a 15. 15. Uh, some of them are like, ah, burn them. And then a couple of them are like, what? Yeah, but he is with the, the knoll, with the glasses. Something is not all right. I'm not wearing any glasses, chum. <gasps> what does that have to do with anything? I'm not, I'm not with him. I'm ready to burn, baby, burn. We can't just go Inferno. Oh, I suppose you think all horrible monsters know each other. Now who's the racist? <laughs> My friend, I think, I think, would, I think he was the racist the whole time. Oh, all no, right. Yes, I guess you're... They're, your we're pretty confident in who is racist. Yeah. My we quarrel is not with you, says the guy holding the torch. It is with them and their kind. They are destroying this town from the inside out. They've taken my wrong. daughter. What? You are you are quite wrong, sir. Your quarrel is with the crystal ghost now as well. Oh, snap! Your Who is quarrel, that? I stand for justice. And you, sir, stand for tyranny. Release them at once. And she draws her longsword. Oh. And, and holds it down to her side. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, you can roll an intimidate check in place of a diplomacy check, and it'll work just like a diplomacy check to try and move him from hostile down the scale. Uh, and I would say that, uh, Braven, you're kind of pretending to be on their side, so I'm not going to let you aid them. Uh, Alfonso is still off uh, doing God knows what, 
And no, no, Connor. Alfonso, uh, I guess, passed his stealth check against the GM because he's already <laughs> right behind Karazor. And you never saw him! That, Ooh, that's that's never not how this works. Saw <laughs> <laughs> should be how it works. I walked every square and you never saw it. That's on you. That's, that's like when you guys surrounded the butler last week. You're like, just so you know, while you're reading that flavor text, we uh, surrounded the butler. Raven, <laughs> Raven is readying an action as this intimidation is going on, and it will happen regardless of the result of the intimidation. You want me? I'll tell you afterwards based on the. Rest. Okay. Well, I'm going to have uh, Matthew roll an intimidation and Karazor can aid. Attempt to aid. So to Karazor aid. attempt to aid first. DC 10. Uh, yes, I aid. All right. Well, so I'll tell you the Crystal Ghost, when she is the Crystal Ghost, her intimidate is even better than her diplomacy. Ooh. <laughs> but of course. Ooh. Natty 16. Uh, <laughs> 26 with the aid 28. Oh, my God. He, uh, what was the last thing you said to him? He was like, now you got to deal with the crystal ghost. And I, I said, uh, release it once and then drew my, my crystal glass longsword. He, uh, he's like holding the torch, quivering, inching it ever closer to the kindling. And you know, if he just hit one of them, it would all go up in flames. And he's like, but they took my daughter. They took her and now she is gone. She's gone! And he just crumbles uh, onto the stage and uh, drops the torch from his hand, and it falls uh, to the ground off of the dais. Raven, at the, as soon as that torch falls, as it's falling, because he's worried about it, will soak the water with, uh, create water with his hydrokinesis, or soak the logs that they're underneath so that they wouldn't be able to catch on fire, just as a precaution. He's just standing there, uh, like crestfallen, or he's kneeling there, crestfallen, uh, just weeping. Um, and the crowd, just some of them kind of trail off. Others are watching to see what happens here. The flame on the torch just slowly flickers out eventually, and there are no active flames. And the people, the Kyles, are like, Get us out of here! <laughs> yeah, the crystal ghost will with her long sword go like run behind the, the dais and just like kind of cut all their ties so they're free. Um, Karazor comes up like he kneels down, gets down on his haunches next to the man, and he says, "Sir, you are now in the presence of the world's greatest detective, the crystal ghost herself. If your daughter is not dead, if she is anywhere on the face of Galarian, she can find her." He just, he doesn't even look at you at first, and he's like, just replaying it in his head. He's like, one minute, my daughter, she was playing outside uh, right before dusk. My wife, Olya, called her in for dinner, but she did not come. So she went out to check on her, and, 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 and all I hear is screaming. I am working next door at the town watch. I am the captain of the guard. But I could still hear the screaming. I, I run towards the noise, not knowing that he's my own wife. Olya says she's gone. She's gone, and we have not seen her since. If it is not them, then who? You say you are, have the greatest detective. Help me. Help me find my daughter. And he just, head in hands, weeping. <laughs> How old is your daughter? She's 28. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing in the yard. She's I'm playing in the yard. <laughs> he has a hopscotch. Hopscotch. 
Uh, she's... Uh, she is 11. Oh. We should like to investigate the scene of the crime. In fact, we have been charged by the Baroness and the Baron with investigating these disappearances. He kind of and then the crystal ghost posts, points her long sword point right at his face and says, But if I ever discover you trying to enact vigilante justice again, I shall not be so kind. Do I make myself clear? As Crystal, you might say. He's still on his knees, but he kind of pulls himself together and looks up at you, wipes the tears away from his face, and he's like, Hey, I did not know you were working for the Baron and the Baroness. Yes, you are right. We should not have vigilante justice. That is not what Carpad stands for. I am the captain of the guard, but... I tell you this, they have something to do with this. Shadows? You have no... You have no proof of this, sir. Now, please apologize to our friends here. And the crystal goes, looks to the Kyle. I've let them go. Is that not enough? That is insufficient. He looks at the man, maybe the father of this group. You haven't talked to them yet. I'm sorry. But What's if you that? Are Couldn't guilty, quite make that out. I said again? I'm sorry. There we are. But okay. if you are guilty, if you have done anything to my daughter, you will get much worse than this. He turns. It's like I live a house adjacent to the town watch. If you want to help, if you want to do actual good, you come and I show you where she was taken. Meanwhile, if you're talking to the uh, Kyles that were freed, uh, it is a family. It's like a, a mother, a father, and a son, but the son's like in his 20s. Who's over there uh, talking to them? Uh, well, Alfonso is not talking to them yet. He's just nearby examining them from afar. Um, can I do a perception on them? I want to see if they cast shadows. First sure. All, uh, among other things. Okay. So, quick... Perception. Uh, that is an 18. Okay. In terms of shadows, they all seem to cast shadows. I mean, there are a lot of uh, uh, torches lit uh, now, um, and you can see the angles of the shadows coming in, casting it right off of the dais. Okay. Um, uh, then he'll leap up there. Um, ah! Uh, yeah. Oh, a monster! Pardon me! <laughs> I did not mean to startle you. I just wanted to uh, waste no time getting, these, getting you out of these bonds. And he's going to cut uh, their their bonds uh, the guy says so oh, thank you I, I I cannot thank you enough you and your friends he's like rubbing his wrists where the uh, rope was uh, tied behind him I, I do not know what they would have done to us uh, had you not arrived uh, we were just in town uh, shopping at the general store uh, picking up uh, some farming supplies and apparently that was enough uh, to make us uh, a, a convenient target this is not some uh, man just any man this is the captain of the guard if he is willing to take us we are not safe anymore I do a sense motive on uh, their reasons for being in town and just make sure that he's not lying to me yeah that they're you know were randomly chosen or whatever uh, Maybe they did steal this kid. 
Yeah, I mean, just just sense and motive. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. They seem totally sincere. Okay. You see the the, the wife and the son kind of uh, slowly approach behind. Well, in that case, I'm glad we were uh, we arrived when we did. You interrupted this uh, insane ritual, or uh, I guess I should say, a summary judgment. Yes, uh, we will. Please yeah. step down here. I'd like you to speak to the Crystal Ghost as well as my friends Karizor and Raven. We are tasked by the Baron and Baroness with uh, investigating these disappearances and your input. Even uh, as you say, you are not involved in this. Uh, talking to everyone will help us, so could you please give us a few moments of your time? Uh, I know you've been through a lot, but the sooner we can talk to you, the sooner we can get results. Uh, but of course, it is the least uh, we can do. I will say, if you are working for the Baron and the Baroness, uh, if you don't mind me saying, I hope you do not share their views. Uh, they do not look favorably upon uh, uh, my family or my friends uh, back in Shade Row. Uh, we are all uh, ostracized, and after an incident like this, I will go back and I will tell them that it is not safe for us. We do not fight back uh, for fear of our lives, for fear of looking as if we did something wrong, and look what happened. I will tell them to stay, but if you share their beliefs, I just beg of you, uh, please do not uh, put uh, make it any worse for us than it already is. Oh, no, you, you misunderstand me. Uh, while it is true that we have been tasked by the Baron and Baroness with uh, such a duty, we are outsiders to this nation. Uh, we know nothing of your culture or your people, uh, which to me is a good thing. We can start from scratch and learn what happens here and who you are. Uh, we can learn to uh, investigate in a more uh, objective way, I believe. Uh, the Baron and Baroness, I can tell you, have, while their opinions uh, may be quite clear, they have... Uh, given us no instructions of any kind as to how our investigation is to be conducted, what we are to look into and what we are not to look into. Uh, it has been, uh, thus far, uh, an honest-seeming operation. So I believe that uh, you should trust that you are in good hands, at least with us. Uh, and we are happy to speak to you about whatever it is and whatever uh, problems you have. We will, we'd like to hear them all. And if you are at all concerned about our allegiance to the Baron and Baroness... You can rest assured, uh, I am. I have been promised the Baron's desk upon his demise, so I have every reason to want to hasten it. Oh, well, we do not want any uh, violence. Uh, we will not answer violence no, with no, violence. No, 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 of course not. I'll make it look like an accident. You don't have no, to worry. No, we don't want anyone to be hurt. This is not, this is not our right. way. Uh, we just right. no, no, please yeah, stop the weaking. It is uh, very perhaps, making me very uncomfortable. No, perhaps I was not clear. Perhaps I was not clear the first time. You can trust us completely. No, no, I, with your strong uh, desire to assassinate the Baron. Yes, no, I, of course. We we'll would never you tell anyone. Step I the would way. not. All right, here's the plan. And he pulls out a sheet. <laughs> we go in through the back door. The child, the, the the schedule is thus. The child steps up with his, like, I've been working on this my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the cause. Yeah. Welcome to the cause. Damn you, we had them right where we wanted them. <laughs> we call ourselves the fist. <laughs> Welcome to the fist. Uh, uh, as you're talking to them, um, 
they they say you know you're, you're welcome to to join them they don't know what your accommodations are they're like well, you can come uh, we have very modest accommodations uh, but you could come to Shiro anytime I do not know uh, if you are staying at an inn here or what not but uh, our humble lodging uh, is welcome to you a uh, full food or a meal or something we can do anything to repay you uh, for saving our lives um, uh, you say you uh, have talked to the Baron have you you have been to the manor we have. You have access to the manor, yes? Yes, day yes. or night. I, 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 I hate to ask we you. We could be your inside man. No, yes, again, I do woman. not want these such things, but uh, I, 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 I hate to ask you for a favor after you have done so much for me, but um, if you do have uh, some sort of access, uh, perhaps you could check on uh, our cousin, uh, Gavriel. He is, the only, he is the only... Ki- you have spoken to him. He is the only Kyle left uh, in the Baron's employ, and we all worry for him. He, he's, he's, he's well? He's being treated well? You see, yeah. he has I, a use... I don't like your face right now, sir. I do not know what that means. <laughs> he has a use to the Baron. He takes care of his beloved Mastiff. The only one in the whole town that can do it. Gives the, the Mastiff a blueberry facial by day. <laughs> and trims his mane by night Massages him in the afternoon Wow Oh, it has been years since I have had a blueberry facial Um That sounds, uh, it's good to know that he so is well As long as I he should, serves a purpose yes. to the Baron He will be safe And so he is, he is good, yes, oh, good, good Um Excellent, you see this, like, overwhelming sense of calm so many of us uh, worry for Gabriel. He is, he is family to me, but not only to me, to others as well. He is a good man. Oh, this this now, makes me very happy. Now tell me these disappearances that uh, the town is uh, raving about, raving mad about. Yes. Have you experienced any yourself uh, among your people? Uh, anyone close to you? Uh, have any of anyone you know well disappeared? No. We have heard of uh, disappearances, uh, but uh, none of us were taken, which is probably why uh, they think that we had something to do with it. Again, we are a uh, convenient scapegoat. Uh, If one uh, Kyle was taken, then perhaps they would not look to us, but uh, as far as we know, uh, none have been taken. The only one not with us is uh, Gavriel. Uh, can I ask, forgive me, I am a student of history, but I do not know much about your region. How did your people come to settle here? How long have you been a part of this barony? Uh, the Kael the have always been a part of Carpat. Uh, it stretches back uh, many generations since the founding of the town. There has always been a, a subset of Kael that have lived here. But uh, as time has gone on, the... Uh, Amity between the humans and the Kael has changed. It is no longer, uh, shall we say, a uh, consistently amicable relationship. Uh, we are sometimes frowned upon, put into the employ uh, jobs that are menial sometimes. Uh, that's why we keep to ourselves in shade a It's a shame that the adjunct instructor isn't here right now. She'd find all this fascinating. Yes, I'm sure she would. Unfortunately, I believe she's indisposed. Tell me, what is? What are your names? 
Our names, uh, I am uh, Danton. Danton. And this is my wife, Danton. my wife uh, Suzette, uh, and uh, my boy uh, Fufu. <laughs> My Fufu <laughs> is studying to be doctor. He will be Doctor Fufu soon. Is he? Is the emphasis on the first syllable or the second syllable? Or is it I even? I get asked that question Fufu. ten times a day. It is uh, on the second or oh, somewhere in the Fufu. middle, closer to Fufu. middle to second half. Uh, so Fufu, Fufu. is a Doctor Fufu. Doctor Fufu. Yes, that's right. isn't uh, that right, Doctor? He's like Dad. I haven't. I'm not a doctor yet. <laughs> He does not have. Uh, he studies abroad. He does not have our accent. Can you tell accent? us? <laughs> well, Matt, I'm sure. Could you tell us why are all these torches lit in the middle of the day? If truth be told, it is to keep the shadows at bay. They think that by lighting these torches, uh, whatever evil we are bringing to the town will have no place to hide. It is, if you don't mind me saying so, madness. Yes, don't the Kyle have energy resistance fire? Some of us do. Uh, my son took an alternate racial trait. Ah, yes. <laughs> he gets a, a plus four to fly checks. I do not understand, but he is going to be doctor, and I am a simple Danton. <laughs> Tell me, uh, do you share a religion with the Baron? What What is it that keeps you together? Is it a simple economic arrangement? Are you Are you simple? Uh, is he your patron? What's the What's the situation? The Baron, uh, in his father before him, I should say, very good man. I grew up under uh, his watch, and uh, it was always assumed that the brothers, uh, one of the brothers, uh, the oldest, would, would take over, and then he died, and the other brother died, and now this uh, Stepan, Baron Stepan, has taken over, and he is, he is a different man than his father. It is not as if his father was a perfect man. The uh, relations between the humans and the Kaels was always strained, but... It was not like this. Something goes wrong. People start disappearing. A sickness comes about. And the first thing is, oh, it must be the Kyle. It must be the fetchlings, as they say. But uh, it is uh, a difficult time. Uh, in terms of why we are here, we share, uh, we share the worship of the same deity. We are all uh, Zon Kuthon worshippers. Uh, perhaps uh, do this I is notice the only any thing um, we have in common. Do I notice any self um, arm markings on them? Any cuts or anything? Like that? They're not as ostentatious as uh, Anya's, for example. Like you don't, their sleeves aren't rolled up, so you have no idea what type of uh, scar work. But if you, you know, really look Rabbit. down, you might see like lift up their arm. You might see what? some some traceries, maybe some stuff, uh, some scars coming up from under their collar. Um, doesn't look like they're mich- missing any digits. But, uh, yeah, they share a worship of Zonkuthon. Well, forgive me. You are forgiven. There is injustice elsewhere that I must address. Be well, and I hope to speak again with you soon. And then Nicosa goes, just kind of, just kind of is like, poof, poof, 
No, Crystal Ghost, don't leave us now. (laughs) She is uh, not in the moment of our deepest need. She throws down a smoke bomb. Yes. Yeah, so just, <laughs> yes. And you see her running, Take her out running away. Like, I actually do <laughs> have, I have something. I have, I feel like I put something on my character sheet to deal with. Like, um, and then a minute later, the adjunct instructor emerges. Oh, hello. Have you met my son, Dr. Fufu? Dad, oh. not a doctor yet. <laughs> I'm not a professor yet, but I am an adjunct instructor. But after the publication of my book... I may yet be a professor. Our book. Our book. Our book. <laughs> my dissertation. Um, Our book. My dissertation. Our book. Her but, dissertation. But you'll be a doctor of letters, not a medical doctor. Not, you'll be a PhD, not an MD or an OD, correct? So you'll, you'll still be in less esteem than Dr. Fufu here. Right. You will be, of course, less than. Y- yes. Braven. After the publication of this book, the world will be my oyster. (laughs) Who knows what the future may yet hold? Exactly. This book will be such a page-turner. The world will be all manner of shellfish. Would limit it to just oysters. You, I'm sure, it it seems as if you all, you know, your discretionary income is less than the Baron's, but... For, to say the least. Uh, however, but I, I will, however, send some copies of my book. <laughs> I'll just leave a few in your library, perhaps. Signed. I'll secretly sign them, and then you open it and say, Oh, look, the adjunct instructor was here. I'm yes. sorry, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> oh, yes, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is adjunct instructor Maxine Vetro. Oh, I, are you with them? Uh, I, I do not yes. understand. There was a, a devil in a mask not too long ago. <gasps> The crystal ghost was here? Yes, you could believe it. <laughs> yes, you uh, missed her yes, yet again, adjunct instructor. That it is, is what killing she me every herself. time. It is killing me. You just missed her again. I just uh, stepped away to answer a quick letter from an emergency letter from one of my students and. Uh, uh, what? She is everywhere and nowhere all at once. What are the well, odds? Anyway, I uh, if, if you would like a, a good home cooked meal and uh, perhaps we uh, cut each other later um, and sing songs, <laughs> that sounds lovely. you should come uh, join us. Uh, we live at 222 uh, Main Street in Chez There are only four streets. Yes, come and visit anytime you want. It is the least we can do to repay you. We sing, we cut. Eat. Thank um, you very much. It is uh, very generous. We are going to continue investigating this, uh, as we said, with an objective mind, and that may return us to you for some questions and and uh, the, your friends uh, in your part of town. So we'd like to uh, thank you for the invitation. Yes, any time, please. It is the least uh, we could do. What not for you? Uh, we may not be having this conversation. So um, adieu and uh, good luck. Come on, Suzette. And Dr. Fufu? <laughs> Dad! And uh, can we go check out the... Um, can we go to the guy's house, the uh, captain of the guard's house, where this disappearance happened? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, let me take you back to that other map. Sweet! Boom, yeah. the map of Carpad. Gotta go back. You guys are. We gotta go back. You guys are right, um, Shma, in sort of the center of town here. 
uh, and his house is over in this area where the town watch is. And, um, you know, by now you know that he is the captain of the guard, and so his house uh, is, is attached to uh, the, the guard houses. Um, mm. so, like a parsonage. Yeah, kind of like that, like mm-hmm. a, the, the uh, watch equivalent of a parsonage. Um, Le Capitaine. So you uh, you head over there, either you find out beforehand or you ask around, and you approach a fairly unassuming single-story house uh, adjacent to the watch station. Um, and uh, you just see a, a woman sitting outside. She's just kind of like lost. Sitting Perhaps on the front steps. The daughter. Perhaps she's returned. And now she's Mystery found. solved. <laughs> yes. She, w- she once was lost, but is now found. Yes. And yet you say that as an adult woman, not a little girl, perhaps there is some sort of difference in the way time flows, the dimension to which she was uh, absconded. Yes. That is the most likely explanation. This is our Clearly. working theory. <laughs> Let's return her to her father. <laughs> 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 or just uh, talk to her and find out who she is. <laughs> She's just kind of staring. Alfonso will walk up. She's uh, like gri- gripping her uh, robe with her hands in her lap, and she's just kind of lost stare. Excuse me, madame. Oh. Pardon yes. me. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, um, sorry, I was, uh, I was just uh, thinking. Um, um, yeah, are you here to see my husband? Yes, and to see you as well. We, uh, my name is Alfonso Moria. My friends and I have come at the behest of the Baron and Baroness yes. to uh, ask some questions around about what happened here. Yes, no, my, my husband, he told me you were the... Yes, um, uh, please, I'm sorry, hey, come in, and, and, and I apologize uh, for my husband. Um, there, is, uh, there is much distress here in Carpad, and... Uh, it has hit us uh, personally. Uh, our daughter is, uh, well, I'm sure you know, she is... Uh, she is gone. And uh, please, please come in. And she uh, ushers you inside. And as she's, uh, she just kind of walks you straight through the house and uh, takes, like, she's walking you to their backyard. And as she does so, she's just talking. She's, uh, she's like, I was, uh, I was preparing the night's meal, uh, and uh, Lucien was uh, tending to his business in his office next door. And uh, I, I call for Olya. She's named after me, Olya, as well. I, I say, Olya, time for dinner. I do it every night. And uh, she doesn't answer. I assume she is lost in uh, her play. Um, and uh, I, I, I call her again. Olya, nothing. I go out there. I say, Olya, where are you hiding? And she is not there. I scream. When I realize she is gone, Lucian hears me next door. He comes running over. I say, Olya, Olya is gone. And we have not seen her since. Sense motive? Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna catch this lady in the lie. Sixteen. Natural one. Uh, that is a twenty-five. Ooh. Um, she seems very sincere and very uh, distraught about this. Doesn't seem like she's holding anything back. May I ask you, Madame, before we speak with your husband, was there uh, 
anything different uh, about uh, your daughter uh, that day or uh, or in the days uh, upcoming to the disappearance? Had she acted strangely or uh, run into anyone, uh, talk about anyone she had met that uh, was new to her, anything of that nature? No, 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 she did not say anything. Uh, we know everyone in town. Uh, Carpad uh, may look big. Uh, Carpad is not big. Everyone uh, knows each other. Um, but no, she did not say such things. She was just Olya. What about your husband? Has he uh, been under any unusual stress or uh, anything out of the ordinary in, in recent weeks? Or has well, it been business as usual with him as well? No, no, he has been under stress. Uh, this, this Carpad is, is suffering right now. People are dying and getting very sick. Their necks grow very large. Uh, they, the sickness, they, they do not know how it is spread. Uh, they say it is the, the fetchlings. I do not know. I do not get involved in my husband's business. But on top of that... Uh, Along with my Olya, other people are disappearing. The baker's wife, uh, um, these two uh, men, they come into town, uh, lumberers. Uh, they come uh, on their way to Pangole uh, to um, buy and sell their timber. And uh, one minute people saw them, uh, they were staying at the inn, and the next minute they do not pay their bill. Some people think maybe they just skip out. Uh, Others think, no, it's another disappearance. Uh, there is no pattern to these things. But people are missing and people are sick. So in answer to your question, no, it has not been uh, business as usual. My husband is uh, is overwhelmed. Could you describe these two men for us? Um, uh, they were uh, large men, uh, uh, strong, uh, mus- muscular uh, they were lumberjacks. Uh, how you say lumberjack? Lumberjack. 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 Yes. De lumberjack. Lumberjack. Justo. Boucheron. Boucheron. Does that uh, jive were, at all with the image that we saw of the people running earlier? Then we see people running from the tower. Like, does no? Those were people. Those were just citizens running oh, to get to, the, to the burning. Hey, burning. Yeah. Got it. Um. While this this conversation is going on, can the Chris goes to a little bit of a, a little uh, investigation uh, of the yard? Yeah. Uh, to see, I'll just take a look, at, see if there's anything out of the ordinary, and do a survival check. Survival? We're going to take a look around. You relax for a moment. Okay, yes. Uh, if there's anything I can tell you, uh, anything to help find my Olya uh, that I, do, I will tell you. I'm sorry, my name is Karizur. I do have one question for you. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you say that multiple people have gone missing. Yes. Where are they going? Who is taking them? <laughs> Wait, I, 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 do, I do not know. Uh, that is... Are you serious? Are you serious? That is your question. Uh, have you not been listening to me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was sort of in and out. I'm sorry. Yes, let's go check the <laughs> an old an old interrogation tactic. <laughs> a lot of it all times people people will just skip one the easy more question. You say these people they are disappearing. Where did they go? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, right, so, so you want to do some survival perception? What are you guys doing? 
Uh, well, the, actually, the adjunct instructor will consult with uh, Alfonso to see how we both may use our skills to investigate. Ooh, yes. little combo perception vibe. Con- combo perception. Yeah. Um, I'm sure your perception is... And my perception is pretty good, too. But uh, I also can't, like, detect magic. And perception! Perception! Oh, yeah. you know that feeling when you thought you poured your whole beer and then you realize you didn't? Oh, yeah, that's yes. a good one. This is great. I only had one for the sash. Look at this extra. Oh, my God. The beer's oh, working man. overtime. You know what? We're going to go to 10. There we go. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, yeah, I have a good perception. Um, I can pick up the finer details, but I'm afraid uh, anything related to tracking or anything like that would, uh, something, it is a blind spot for me. So right, he has you a, a very low survival and then. And you roll the survival. Uh, Alright, my survival's not great. So if anyone else wants to roll survival. Or aid, or, you know, if you want to do I'll a little combo. Alright, so Kari's will try to aid in the survival. Ooh, Addy 19 with the aid wasted it. It's wasted. a wasted, wasted. aid. Uh, Braven, any of those your jam, perception, or survival? I can absolutely aid with a plus seven in my perception. You want to try to add. All right, so you're going to try to aid. Uh, so Braven is going to help Alfonso just kind of look around while Karazor and uh, Crystal Ghost kind of get down on their knees and like. Adjunct instructor, if you please. Excuse me. Uh, AI MV. Uh, Braven hits 10. 14, okay. 14 on the survival. Okay, and what about the perception? Uh, with the aid, that is an even 30. Ooh. Ooh. All right. You're looking around. You and Braven, Alfonso. There are no signs of a struggle. Obviously, you don't know what they've done to the lawn uh, since. Um, but there doesn't look to be any sign of a struggle. And if you ask her, she's like, we have not uh, touched anything. And uh, unless people are coming here when we sleep to change things, uh, everything is, is, is just the way it was when she was taken. Um, no signs of a struggle, but you do notice little flecks of wax in the grass. Tallow throat. Little flecks of wax, and then the... Adjunct instructor Maxine Vetro and Karazor overhear that and they try to see if there's some sort of like pattern to the wax or a trail and you just can't discern anything. We have to get to the chandlery. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What do you what do you make of the wax, Alfonso? Not sure. Uh, he's gonna pick up pieces of wax collect any wax that he sees it's a uh, lot it's like you know it's like look a little yep. bit here a little bit there and he'll She's... put it in a, in a vial okay he'll like put each piece that he finds in a vial uh, can I do a um, like a uh, craft alchemy or something like that to, to get a sense of its makeup or what it may be used for besides just common candle wax yeah uh, if it is can- common candle wax or not um Craft alchemy, come on. Uh, 18. Yeah, it just looks like tallow and fat, like something, like ingredients for a common candle wax. Hmm. Uh, okay. And that's the, so that's all we're going to find here. Does anyone backyard. have any ability to do any kind of magical, detect magic? Uh, you know, you rolled a 30, you feel pretty confident that if there's anything else there, it's beyond your... Yeah. Right. Uh, is is he here? Um, my husband. Uh, yeah. Yes. No. He he preceded you. He is. Uh, oh. He is uh, in 
emergency bedroom. Uh, he said you would uh, probably be coming. Uh, he is. Uh, did not seem well, uh, but I, I could get him for you if you would like. Does this does this mean anything to you? And he shakes out a little bit of the candle wax from the vial into his hand. Seems to be a common candle wax. Is this uh, anything your daughter may have played with or uh, used before? No, I mean, she knows Catalina. Uh, we all know Catalina. She is the, uh, the Chandler in town. But uh, that, is, that is very strange. Uh, and I, 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 I do not know. My husband did not find any wax. Uh, it's the only thing I could think of is, is Catalina. Mm, but okay. Catalina would not uh, hurt a fly. She is a very nice woman. She uh, inherited the chandelier from her uncle uh, five years ago um, <laughs> when uh, her, her, he retired. Her, her what? Her uncle. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, right. Her uncle? Do you have an uncle? Is this a word for a boss of some kind? Or a no, her uncle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, uh, is it a is that a, a type nice of thing? As I said, we are outside. She has something the matter with her ankle. What are you no, saying? No, uh, you have a taunt and an uncle. <laughs> what do you taint? not understand? I, th- I think you are trying to say enclave. No. I believe it is an enclave. Yes. yes. Are you speaking of the small town no, within the town? No. Oh, oh barnacle. 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 No, barnacle. no not. She not a she was taken to sea. Not a barnacle. Not the binoculars. Binoculars. No binoculars. No binoculars. We need to get a pair of binoculars. It'd be much easier to find if we had binoculars. Yes, we must. We got to find them, Karazor. Did she have the binoculars on her when she was taken? No. How many candles did she have? Did she go through several a day? She addicted to candles. Her uncle was the Chandler before her, and she uh, inherited it from him when he retired. Oh. It was oh. Her, her father's brother. Oh. 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 Now you understand. Oh, yes. Okay, got it. Her father's brother, the uncle. <laughs> I thought you were talking about some sort of shellfish. <laughs> yes, oh, the no. world will be shellfish almost completely by the time our book comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it will be our shellfish. Ours. Uh, she, uh, she is a, a very nice woman. She uh, runs a tiny shop, uh, Catalina. We get our candles from her. Everyone in town gets her candles from her. Not only that, uh, say what you want about uh, the way certain people uh, believe around here. But Catalina, she uh, serves the Kayals, the Fetchlings, and the humans all the same. She never turns any customer away. She is a, a good woman. I do not know. A well, true capitalist. She, what, yes, uh, she seems what? to value money over anything else, it sounds no, like. No, All right, no, let us not jump to conclusions. Thank you so much for your uh, insight. One last question. Into this woman. We will uh, investigate uh, her, and perhaps uh, there was a theft at her shop or something. It could lead us in a positive direction. So you have you have helped us a great deal. Yes, Thank perhaps. You. It was not Catalina. Uh, no, no, but... Uh, I thank you. If you can do anything to find my my daughter, it would be a a great help. Both to All me. Right, so, do you want to? Should we go to the to the Chandlery? Yep. I like it because this 
Sounds like some shady shit to me. This is a clue. Inherited from the uncle. She's nice to everyone. Yeah. You know, she doesn't take sides. Get out of here. Yep. She just happened to be at the the side of a, a missive. Or not a missive, a, uh, a bit of a tryst between our friend Gavriel. <laughs> and the mis- and the mis- and the disappeared Irene. Well, so we're going to the Chandlery. That's that fun plan? to say, by the way, Chandlery. Isn't that fun? Chandlery. <laughs> Chandlery. Well, I met a Falcons quarterback, Chris Chandler, there. <laughs> but if not, perhaps a clue. Yeah, hopefully this will turn out better than Chandler Parsons did on the Dallas Mavericks. What a bust! Total not to bust. mention Chandler Bing. Uh, all right, so is that the plan right now? Chandler um, Bong. Do you want to yeah. go to the Chandlery? Yes. Yeah. To the Where Chandlery. Are Where are we now at time of day? I mean, we just got right. here today, right? Got here today. You spent a good amount of time at the manor. Imagine those conversations and went on for a while. You got settled in your room. You talked to the Baron. You talked to Anya. Several cucumber Cabro, sandwiches. Several cucumber mm-hmm. sandwiches. And uh, then you came down. This whole thing unfolded at the uh, in the town square. I imagine that like it's this isn't happening in real time. So it, you got here around 11 a.m. It's probably close to uh five or six at this point as you're making your way across town so right now you're if you refer to the map of carpad you're just uh, to the north of the bridge that separates uh the area where shade row and then up on the hill uh the baron's manor is uh from sort of the main part of the town you're right on the other side there uh at uh, lucian groy's house uh and they can direct you to the chandlery, which is right over here at the bend in the river. Ah, oh, yes. prime real estate. Oh, a bit right of a there. flood zone, I would think. Mm. I'm sure they have that taken care of. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk flavor. Flavor, flavor me up, garlic. You know, you know what? Let's go to the map. <gasps> oh, oh, a my new map. God. We have to fight the Chandler. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so we got a new map here. Uh, you approach the building, and uh, the chandlery looks like a 20 by 25 foot rectangular building, uh, single entrance in, and windows looking into the storefront. Behind the building is a large hill. Um, and so then you think, oh, that's probably how the water doesn't get in. There's a hill that you can't see the topography on the map uh, behind it that would uh, most likely prevent uh, flooding. That's All what right. that brown area is on the map. Mm-hmm. All what right. do you do? Everyone be on their on their guard. I had yeah. an experience with the Chandler one. Get off of me! The guard, the guard says. <laughs> Skedaddles out of there. How dare you? It is my guard. Get off, get uh, off me. No, no, no. On our own guards. We'd prefer to be on our own guards. Thank you oh, very much. My apologies. I didn't bring one. All right. But let's do this, Karizor. Uh, Karizor, real quick, is going to run around the side of the chandlery and clamber up the hill to try to get a look at what lies beyond. Okay. Um, all right. So you go around the chandlery and you climb up the hill. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. 
Alfonso will flank back, you know, maybe 50 or 60 feet from him, just keeping his distance, but seeing if he sees anything. Uh, 10. 10. You see the river, um, and just the hill stretching another 60 feet or so, goes up and then down towards the river. Okay. see anything else of interest. Uh, Carza runs back and says, Simple river on the other side of a just as simple hill. And he comes back over to the main group by the front door. I imagine Karazor, like, walks with his hands in his feet. Is that just in my mind, or does he do that when he's, like, only in a rush? When he's running. Yeah, when he's running, he'll, like, gallop on, like, all four limbs, but... Like a werewolf. When he walks, he walks upright like a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) Those bent back feet. Uh, All right. Uh, Uh, Alfonso will walk up to the door. Okay. Take a look inside. Door's closed. Look at he the will, He will knock at the door. Conk, 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 conk. Nothing. Hello, uh, is anybody home? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, perception check. Listening for anything subtle that I'm missing. 24. You don't hear anything. It's uh, eerily quiet. There's no answer, um... Uh, we'll see if it is locked. And do we... Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to know, do we feel any smoke uh, or, like, activity inside or lights through the windows or anything like that? Anything that would intimate that someone's inside? You you look inside, you don't see anybody, you don't hear anything, and yeah, you don't see any smoke billowing out of the chimney. Okay. Well, we can look inside. We can just look through windows inside inside and see that it's a shop and it's empty. Yeah, the curtains are mostly drawn. Uh, you kind of, if you peek in, you see it's dark inside. Uh, Alfonso will try to open the door. Oh. You open the door. Oh yeah! <laughs> Hello. Is anyone in there? See a small little room. Um, cramped Any- little uh, store space. Right when you open the door, it smells like wax and incense, and you see all over the place candles of every shape, size, color, lining all the available surfaces. The shelves built into the walls. Just candle, 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 candle. From floor to ceiling, there's wax all over the floor as well. Um, maybe they have them lit for customers to come in, and they uh, melt onto the floor. But it looks nice. It doesn't look, like, uh, sloppy. Um there's also crates with uh, candles, uh, like long candles poking out of them and uh, perching precariously on overstuffed shelves. It's a little messy, but um, if you imagine it would look ten times eerier if all the candles were lit. Um, but it's quiet. You see a door uh, leading further into the shop. Um, but this looks like it's the main part of the shop. If a customer walked in, this is what they would see. Um... I will uh, just peel my eyes a little bit more right from the doorway and just do a quick perception. See if there's any details that seem something is amiss. Anything broken, anything fallen. Uh, any signs of a struggle? 28. 28. Um, do you have dark vision? No. Okay. I do. What? what I'm sorry, what time is it? Is the evening now? Uh, it's 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 approaching evening. It's about five thirty at this point. Um, 
But with all those candles out, it's obviously pitch dark. <laughs> right, with the windows and it being, you know, daytime. Must be. It's six o'clock. Oh, so it's like winter time. Sun's down. We're far away from the equator. <laughs> Smudge. Damn this. <laughs> March weather. I have dark vision. I can look in as well. I roll a perception. I think you misunderstand what dark vision is for. <laughs> uh, 18. 18. Um, there's a patch in the back of the room of wax that just seems very strange. Mm. Seems like a, a large swatch. Uh, like, a swatch, but a large like pile of wax. You would have had to melt down uh, a lot of candles to do it. It's just odd. Alfonso, do you see that large swatch of, of wax? In the All right. No, in this, this shop, it is, it is as if it is in the Darklands. It is as if it is a thousand feet beneath the surface of the earth. It's so pitch black. I cannot see my hand in front of my face. I put it through the doorway and my hand disappears. Why? Do you have Why? low light? I put it back outside into the sunlight and I can see it. Do you Why have low you light? Have to do this in a, during a total eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah. low light vision. I do have low light vision. Right. Well, yes. then you would have seen that as well. <laughs> I thought you had no uh, vision whatsoever. Vision. Yeah, no vision. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark in there. Imagine you open up a closed store. There's just a couple of windows and night is coming. Uh, you look in there and you can't really see. But the crystal ghost or, or professor, adjunct instructor, you got too many names, looks in. It seems like a, just an odd pile of wax, out of place. Calls my attention to it. Okay, can I uh, can I try to? Um, uh, all right, I will. Uh, I'm going to do one step in, uh, just to see if there's anything to the left. Um, nothing to the left then, except that door. And uh, but what's there? Is it just a wall? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and and then I will. Can I do a like a knowledge check to see if? Uh, this quote-unquote pile of wax might not be a pile of wax. Might sure, be something that is um, like a knowledge arcana or knowledge engineering or knowledge arcana or something like that. Does it exhibit any traits of something that could be a creature? Yeah. Any particular knowledge, or to just pick one and knowledge um, engineering? <laughs> no, uh, do knowledge uh, arcana. Knowledge arcana. Uh, that is a. 20. 20. Yeah, something's not quite right about it. It doesn't seem uh, normal. And then as you get closer to it, you see that it looks like like a mannequin, like some sort of grotesque wax mannequin. Uh, like it's huh. got these odd features, like it's not completely finished. Uh, it's got arms and a legs. Oh, and you walk yeah. in... And it just turns towards oh, you. Come on. <laughs> Slowly turns, and you see what looks like a man, but its face is like completely melted on one side, and one oh. side looks absolutely beautiful. He's just like, <gasps> he opens his mouth up, and wax is just like running from his lip to his lip. And, Roll for initiative. Oh my god. Oh, it's Clayface from Batman. Jesus. Oh, what a scary image. You have to have artwork of this. Do you have artwork it's, of this queued up? Uh, I, have, I have something. I've got something. <laughs> oh, buddy. 
That's crazy. There he is. Uh, natural three on my initiative. Natural natural three. one <laughs> on my initiative. Of course, right in the front here. Damn. Oh dear. Oh oh dear. Oh, oh no. Uh. Oh oh dear. Okay. Um. What did everybody get? Let's start with uh, adjunct instructor Maxine Vetro. Seven. Oh dear. Uh, Braven. Just like Doctor Fufu, I am also better than the adjunct professor. I got an eight. Oh, Doctor Fufu, Dad, Karazor. Uh, six. Oh my God, we, we got a family pot here, Alfonso. Four. Oh. <laughs> this is the worst. I mean. Nothing under uh, over 10. And spoiler alert, I rolled under 10 as well. So this is the worst edition I've ever seen. Uh, All right, so it's going to be Braven first. So Braven, Alfonso steps into the room and you just hear... What does Alfonso say when he sees this thing? Is there a a reaction? Uh, There is uh, danger. Harm yourselves. Uh, This wax is coming alive. And, And then he goes like this. To grab his whip as slow as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, Braven, what do you want to do? Braven is going to use this opportunity to, uh, you know, take advantage of the fact he still doesn't have precise shot. Uh, even after spending the money, not admitting what you wanted him to admit, Troy, he still just has point blank shot. Uh, and he's going to rush in past Alfonso and take a shot at this thing. We'll take okay. a perception check first to see if it's hostile. That, okay. that might be too hasty. And you have uh, dark vision or low light vision? Dark right? vision. It's only Alfonso, yeah. Oh, yeah, so no problem. You can see him easily. Uh, roll perception. Okay. Uh, 22. Yeah, he looks like he's ready to guard this place. Okay, immediate action. Throws up his own water shield to guard himself. <laughs> he's got his own guard, finally. And uh, he is going to uh, point blank shot, throw out... An elemental blast at this thing. All right, he's flat-footed. Got a good chance here. 18 on the die. There you go, dude. Good opener. Strong opener. Um, so that's a total of a 24 if it matters. Uh, no, that's a, that's a hit. Okay, here it comes. Um, 18 points of damage. Oh, my God. And it is bludgeoning is... and considered magical if that matters at all. Oh, actually it does. It's magical damage? It's considered magical for the purposes of damage reduction. That's interesting. It is a uh, SP, parentheses SP. Is that the only thing it's considered magic for, or is it magic? Or it's only magic in terms of bypassing DR? It's an interesting distinction. Kinetic blasts are magic for the purpose of magic reduction. Blasts always deal full damage to swarms of any size. My, yeah, uh, physical bludgeoning attacks. Uh, yeah, it just says that's copied. I have a little document. I've copied like the core rules for kineticist, and that's what it says. Um, it so doesn't it's magic. Go. You just did a magic attack on it. That's. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Spell like so, ability. Hits. It's spell like. Okay. Great. It hits it. It does absolutely no damage to it. You see it just psh, oh, wash man. over it. Oh. Uh, at least you learned something from that. It is adjunct instructor Maxine Vetro's turn. 
Okay, the adjunct instructor will draw her longsword as part of a move action to move into the room, uh, and she will go there. Where's there? Uh, she's going to leave a, a lane open for Alfonso if he uh, wants to come in. So you get right up next to the creature. Right up next to it, and I'll take a swing with the longsword. Shoot, 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 shoot. Uh, natural five. Uh, so th- that is a thir- oh. 13 to hit. Zoom, just misses through, or let's say it like hits the wax, and the wax just reforms, and you do uh. no damage. You don't hit it. Um, all right, moving right along. It is Karazor's turn. Oh, my God. Is three of you still <laughs> were ahead of it? That's wild. I said it's lucky that I go before you, Alfonso, because I have only one spot that I can get to and still hit it. So Karazor, boom, comes smashing through the door past Alfonso and right up into its face, uh, drawing his greatsword while he does and coming down on it with an overhand chop. Natural seven. Oh, uh, So that is a 14 to hit. 14 misses, even though it's still flat-footed. And now it's its turn. Ooh. Got a, got a couple Tarjays here. Uh, adjunct Instructor or uh, Karazor? Yes. Adjunct Instructor, Maxine Vitro. It comes down to try and slam you. Big waxy mouth. We really needed the crystal ghost. Correct eye. Uh, natural one. Oh, all right. Oh, that is wonderful news. That is uh, fifty dollars to direct relief. Is what that yeah, is. Yeah, wonderful news on many levels. Uh, we haven't had one of those in a few weeks. Uh, big old Fumboni. Fumboni. Uh, so it went to slap. Right, so it was like a, a it's slam. a melee fumble. It was more of a, a slam. slam. How dare you, sir? <laughs> more of a slam. Uh, okay, uh, this one from Brian in Atlanta. Critical counter. Uh, your swing goes wild, exposing a weak spot in your armor and leaving you open to a deadly counterattack. If the next attack roll against you is a critical threat, it automatically confirms. Else. The next attack roll against you, uh, wait. Else, if the next attack roll against you is a hit, it has a 50% chance of becoming a critical threat. If unused, this effect expires at the beginning of your next turn. This condition is not affected by attacks that involve AoE or saving throws. Interesting. So so the next next attack. Yeah, the next attack. The next attack against this thing, if it's a hit, has a 50% chance of becoming a critical threat, threat, it automatically confirms. Wow, okay. Uh, And the next person is. Alfonso. <laughs> uh, yeah! All right. Yeah, it missed. So uh, it is Alfonso's turn, and you guys have boxed it in, so it can't really go anywhere. Wow. Holy shit. All right. So you had me do a knowledge roll that seemed to be meaningless. It was really just to look at it, go like, ah, oh, it's a wax thing. So right. is that an actual knowledge check? Uh, what did you it roll? Was a 20 knowledge arcana? Now that you know what it is. It is knowledge arcana. It's a 20 knowledge arcana. So okay. could I know like if it's damaged only by non-magical weapons? Right. Or so it is you rolled 20. So it's immune to magic. Okay. Um, unless it's a golem. It's a fucking wax golem. It's it golem. is a wax golem. Uh, it's immune to magic, so it's immune to any spell or spell-like ability that allows spell resistance. So I should have checked with you, Grant, to make sure that you are... Yeah, that Grant's allows, attack goes through, I think, on that. You think so? It doesn't allow us... Yeah, because it's not a spell... 
Well, spell like ability, uh, as long as it allows spell resistance. It could be a spell like ability, so uh, check that. If not, SR, I'll take the eight. I'm looking up AT. SR on this to see if it allows it. I don't believe it does. Um, um, yeah, this is a funky middle ground. Um, yeah. It's, I, th- I think that it's magic for the bypa- purposes of bypassing DR. It's not a magical attack. If it's a spell-like ability, it counts. As long Spell as resistance it. doesn't apply against physical blasts, which is what this is. Oh, if it doesn't have SR, then it goes through. But spells and spell-like yeah. abilities... So, energy, uh, so SR applies to energy blasts, and that's part of the balancing because energy blasts go against touch AC. So they take that away from the physical blast because I'm having to hit against regular AC. I believe. All right, then I will take that 18 damage. Um, then why nice. is your attack magic for the purposes of bypassing DR? Is that like an extra ability you have? No, that's, or are that's all kinetic physical how all kinetic blasts are taken. Hmm. That's cool. Okay. Um, to my cool understanding, then. I could so, be, I, and I have been wrong before. But. As long as it doesn't, as long as it doesn't have SR, then that d- damage does go through. Uh, I can also tell you with a twenty uh, that doesn't apply to spells with the fire descriptor. Oh, oh that makes sense. sense. How about okay. a little fire, scarecrow? Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, fire will help greatly. It will take it out. It is a wax column, uh, and Alfonso is. He's not going to take this attack because he's just not going to get into that position. Everybody else has a better chance, so he's going to. Actually, take the because I didn't have my blade out. I was walking into a person's store, so he's going to draw his blade, and then he's going to take a standard action to change shape, uh, and uh, you know become uh, a werebat again, which will boost his dex. Okay, uh, great. So now it goes to the top of the next round, and it is Braven's turn. Braven, you did, in fact, do damage to it with your kinetic blast, uh, and pieces and bits of wax uh, are all flying across the back wall. Uh, But you're the only one that struck true. Yep. Uh, Braven is going to slide past uh, the Adjet Instructor, who I don't believe we've seen in battle yet, Uh, so this is impressive. We have? Okay. I don't remember. remember I just, I'm, so, Raven I'm so t- uh, taken back by the Crystal Ghost prowess. Against Applesauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's applesauce. right. She put a laid a really good way, hand to hit it. I made a great decision murdering that thing in retrospect. So whoever gave me crap <laughs> oh, yeah. about killing Applesauce, go to hell. Applesauce was only yeah. you, you can go to hell and you can have, a, have lunch with Applesauce. That's what can happen. He was a kind-hearted uh, Sturge. Braven is going to uh, do the same thing up close. Uh, gonna take a minus four to this. Gonna turn off point blank shot. Okay. So my total. Okay. Well, actually, we'll leave on point blank shot because I get uh, a bonus on attack and damage. So it's a plus two, two to this got. roll. Uh, for a ten. Uh, misses and Ugh. that is a, that's a big miss where Braven was the only one to hit um, but now you're armed with a little more Would information a 14 of hit just curious I cannot give you that information but no how about a 15 that. stop it <laughs> 16 a 14, a 14 would not have hit Metro. 14 would not have hit okay good. Uh, is the address instructor's turn it sure is saying? Okay, I'm going to take another swing. Uh, I'm going to turn power attack on. Two hand on the long sword. Come on, adjunct instructor. 16 to hit. Oh, wait. Am am I flanking? 16, that's great. 16 to hit? You're not happy with a 16? I I think it's a miss. I think it is a miss, actually. No, that's a hit. (gasps) I thought you said a 14 missed even flat-footed. 
in the first round. Don't worry about it. Uh, Maybe he doesn't oh. have any yeah, no dex bonus to his save. Screen. Intriguing. Uh, so I'm trying is, to game the system. <laughs> that is 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. All right. Minimum so. damage. Oh, no. You guys have pretty good damage at uh, fourth level. I mean, I guess that's pretty standard damage, but uh, you should be very proud of your damage at fourth level. Uh, All right, good uh, move for uh, Maxine. Do you want to move at all? Or you like where you're positioning here? You know what? Yeah, I'll take a five-foot step so Alfonso can get in there if he wants. Okay. Wait, we forgot. uh, We did not forget anything. The crit, the, the fumble? Oh yes. yes, Braven blew it. He missed. He missed. Uh, okay, that's right. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, so it is now Karazor's turn. All right, Karazor is going to ready himself again with his sword. Like you, giant dumb candle. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty to hit. That is a hit. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, oh, wow. Baby. Uh, max damage. Uh, that is 28 points of damage. Uh, you obliterate it. It's dead. Yeah! <laughs> Karizor! Yeah! Explosion of wax. You're all like, Bleh! just covered in wax. Uh, and you start, oh. you all start suffocating. Amazing. Um, nice, dude. Wow. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's a cool monster. Uh, I mean, this t- particular party was very well equipped for it. The immune to magic would make it difficult for like a half and half party, but this is like a physical damage party. Um, it's cool, though. If you hit it with uh, fire, it slows it down. It like as per the slow spell. Melted. It also takes half again damage where it's vulnerable, but then its attacks start dealing like fire damage on top of the slam damage because it's oh. hitting you with like melting wax. Melting. Oh, wow. So it's cool. Wow. I've never seen like a monster that's do a cool. little bit of what this. I probably have. That's I just really forgot. Cool. But, little uh, does the candle golem know that's my bedroom kink. Dripping hot wax all over my back. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh, why do I like this? Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me! <laughs> uh, good, good, uh, good, good round there. A uh, good couple of rounds, and you see it just kind of melt, and it's handsome. The handsome part of its face uh, starts to look ugly as well. It's, it's smashed to bits all over the floor. Um, Alfonso, because he can't stop, his mind's always like going a million miles an hour. He's going to sheathe the sword and immediately like. Uh, pull out the vial and shake some flex into his hand and like see if there's any comparison between the, the wax from the yard and the wax on this thing if there's any coloration similarity or consistency similarity or anything to this thing roll perception you roll a perception Leve- oh my god of all the ones to not blow natural one <laughs> two oh that is a 14. Um, maybe. There's a lot of candles in this room. Uh, there's no reason to think that, like, those specs don't match up to one of these. But, I mean, it would take you hours to, like, hold them up to each candle. You feel pretty confident that this candle wax, but you don't know if this golem was the culprit. Okay. Um, um, can we uh, listen at this door over here? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just gonna get a bit more wax. Hold on. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten on the perception. Ten on the perception. Listen in. 
Nothing. Kick it in. Yeah. Uh, you see a small, like, bedroom slash, like, living area. Um, so perhaps Catalina lived here as well. Um, it's very modest. Lived, uh, you said. Lived here. Oh, she's dead. Whoa, you, man, you messed up. I think you're. I think you're. CM slip. I love it when we catch it in a mistake. I think you're reading too much into that. Hey, Troy, uh, does a 14 oh, head? Does, did she live here? Is she dead? It was, uh, by the way, AC 15, flat footed 15. Um, you see uh, a Chandler's working clothes lying scattered about the room. Um, there's a mattress along the wall and a stack of ledgers uh, block access to the wardrobe. Ledgers, eh? Ledgers. Heath Ledgers. <gasps> it's an Australian candle shop. Hmm. Um, let's uh, take a look through the ledgers. All right, let me uh, let me open this bad boy up. Some fog of woe. Uh, fog of woe. Uh, you start looking through the ledgers, and you see the top one is like an instruction manual for how to create a wax golem assistant. Uh, and there's little notes in the margins that are like apprentice question mark. Should I make him handsome question mark? Oh, so it could be totally innocent. Could have been. Yeah. Asked him. Everything about this screams innocence. <laughs> I think we should just leave now. Cease to implicate anyone any further. Um, can I do a further perception on the room to see if there's anything hidden somewhere, perhaps? Uh, yeah. Bones of disappeared people, maybe? <laughs> Natural two. Four oh and my el- God. Four and eleven. Yeah, nothing's really jumping out at you. It's a very simple I'm gonna search room. As well. uh, I'm going to do the same thing. Just do a perception all over the room. But how can you 16. do that without dark vision? <laughs> we light a candle. I'm going. I'm <laughs> going to one. also Which search. Which one to pick? Uh, twenty-five. Uh, twenty-five. Jojo. Seventeen. Casey and Jojo. All right. So, Raven, you're looking around, and two things sort of jump out at you. One, under the bed, you find a lockbox. <gasps> lockbox. Al Gore's Love a good lockbox. Lock two, behind the ledgers and under the wardrobe. You see a trap door. Oh, there we go. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. We are getting into some serious B&E right now. Yeah, man. Uh, Bra- Probable Bra- cause, though, good, man. Good find. Braven is going to point the rest of the party towards the trap door as he pockets the lockbox for his own purposes later. Guys, look over it's there. It's a lockbox, Grant. It's rather large. Uh, how, big this lock box? how big is like this lockbox? How big is this lockbox? Raven turns around and has a gigantic rectangle protruding from his shirt. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Pocket Pocketing a lockbox? Lock it's supposed to be hard dude, to steal. Braven is lock wearing box. Braven is wearing like uh, cargo pants from Abercrombie, circa 1998. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it would still be very obvious. That's the point I, of a listen, lockbox. Listen, let's not get into semantics here, Matthew. Great, a hobgoblin is not as large as you are necessarily. Uh, well, <laughs> your po- the pockets are appro- their pockets are appropriately sized. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll show it to everyone. I don't even know how to open this dumb thing. Grant, you could have easily, you could have easily said, I, I, I hide the lockbox, I steal the lockbox, I cover it up. Fine, come back later. 
You had to use the verb pocket. <laughs> it's just a bad verb choice. That's pocket, all. Did I? Did I, I didn't. I didn't speak clearly. I said pocket dimension, the lockbox. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that's a simple story. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Okay. Unfortunately, you're only... dimension the shit out of that lockbox. <laughs> Cover it with and, wax. Uh, Car- uh, Braven, what are you casting over there? Uh, <laughs> what, whatever do you mean, adject instructor uh, well, Petra? Seems like you cast some of components. Sort of, it seems like you're casting suspicion my way. That's my job. I apply scrutiny to all subjects. Well, why don't you uh, make like What's a the... tree and get the hell out of here? Ooh, good comeback. Got so, me. I think got she got just give up, Maxine. What's in the lockbox? I don't know. It's locked. Can someone help? <laughs> um, it's a locked box. I will, uh, oh man. I will try to uh, pick the lock. Okay. Uh, roll disable device. I also have disabled device. Um, I will just take 20 to disable it. We'll just work on it until it's done. All right. So, so that, would, just... that would be a 30, um, 34. All right. So you spend some time there just kind of yeah. massaging it while uh, the yeah, rest of the like, team yeah, is let me know if you see anyone coming. pulling just the wardrobe me. away to uh, reveal the trap door, no doubt. Uh, you finally get it open and uh, you see money in there. Maybe it's the earnings for the shop. Uh, maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's the, uh, I don't know. You, you don't, you haven't seen any other money. You haven't seen any other cash register around. So most likely it's the earnings or someone's savings. It's the till. Yeah. yeah 65, yeah. 65 gold pieces, 29 silver, 88 copper. Um, we're having steak tonight. <laughs> and you also see a very simple can white candle in the box as well. Get out. And vile. They shake out the flakes. This is the exact same as the candle. Uh, well, that's a 27 perception, but um, shit, we don't have to take magic in this part. No. Ostrus. No to take magic. A, yeah, it's probably a candle of uh, ghosts, John. Could I, yeah. could I, with, uh, it's a candle of ghosts, John. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The one that leads, like, calls spirits or keeps away yeah, spirits. Yeah. We had oh, yeah. one in Giant Slayer. Uh, we had one in Strange Aeons. Oh, the delivery on that yeah, right. was yeah. so good. It's a candle it's a, job. It's a candle of ghost jump. Um, yeah, candle if, of ghost jump. If you don't have detect magic, uh, can you still determine what it could be if it was magical? I would argue that I could. But you can spellcraft. Uh, it, he could spellcraft, Yeah, I have right? spellcraft, yeah. and I have knowledge arcana. I could look at it and say, like, it looks like this sort of thing. I mean, Roll a uh, spellcraft. I also, have a, I also have a high UMD, so, like, I, I'm trained in these things despite not being naturally magical. All right, shut up and roll the spellcraft. Uh, <laughs> come on, Brian. There we go. 26 spellcraft. Ooh, there right. you go. It is a, uh, you're like, I've seen these fucking things. Yeah. This is a uh, candle of ghost, John. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was a ghost, John. <laughs> I knew it. No, it's a, uh, it's a ca- wait. Is it Ghost John Lesser? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a John Lesser. <laughs> it's a candle of. It's called a candle of truth. Uh, oh, it is oh, a wow. uh, white tallow candle that, when burned, it falls like into place truth. a zone of truth. Yeah. Oh. Five foot radius centered on the candle lasts for an hour uh, until the candle burns out completely. Uh, if the uh, candle is snuffed out before the hour ends, it's ruined and the zone of truth is over. It can't be recalled. It's pretty cool. It's good for That's an interrogation. Cool. Yeah. Where are you right. the fifth? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. It's worked on my way. Go. Perhaps we should leave the money 
and take the candle. Nice. Perhaps we... I thought about that, and then I thought, would it not be easier to just take it all? Uh, hear me out! You take the candle and not the money, and then know someone has been in here uh, rooting around and skillfully taking this one thing and just so specific to an investigation. We take all of the money, destroy the lockbox, and we say, there was never a lockbox here. Someone must have taken it before we came. We never saw a lockbox. There is no, there is no covering up our tracks. We destroyed her uh, golem boyfriend, and have uh, whoever the thief was that came in here destroyed the golem. Filthy thief! Do you? I believe this person, this Chandler, should be innocent until proven guilty. Oh, it's a the moral- golem could just be protecting against intruders, which we did, which we were. No, we had probable cause to break and enter. So we were with well within our rights. And if your concerns are moral about the money, I say we could use the money in future to pay pay for some justice. What kind of justice we, do you recommend paying for? Well, whatever we need. That's the beautiful thing about money, Maxine. You can use it to buy all sorts of things. Beans, fruit, love. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Beans, fruit, and love. Yes. <laughs> Those are the only three things you can use 65 money for. gold pieces worth of respect. Yes. Yeah. yes. Not to mention the <laughs> copper for beans. It, it, it's at least enough for a down payment on some respect. Well, perhaps we can just hold on to the money in trust until we yes. discover that there's nothing untoward happening here. Yes, that is a, yeah, very good. All right. I'll meet you there. Middle ground. Now let's check out this trapdoor immediately. Right. Trapdoor. Uh, Alfonso will examine the trapdoor perception check for traps. Uh, okay. That's that's the first thing I want to do. Uh, that is a 28. It doesn't appear to be trapped. Uh, is it locked? I'll try to open it to see if it's locked. Does it appear to be locked? I will slowly and stealthily open it. I'll roll a stealth check. 16. It's locked and then a trap blows up in your face. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God! You just missed it. Um, 16 on the stealth, you said? 16 on the stealth. Tries to open it quietly. It opens up. Um, and you see a ladder. Uh, or no, not, not even a ladder. It's a staircase going down below ground. If I could direct your attention to just south of Mia in the hill. Oh, man. Mr. Uh, Underhill. If you, uh, if you'll excuse me, I, uh, I seem to be receiving a, an urgent letter from <laughs> from a one student. Of my students. It's, How do these letters come? No, no, it's a, this is a motive. If, if she gets I a just, bad review from one student, she loses her position as an adjunct instructor. On ratemyprofessor.com, I have yet to earn the chili pepper nor a four star rating. Uh, excuse me, I'll, I'll, I'll just go on without me. Uh, but wait one minute. Oh, you heard the postman, did you? I heard, well, the, the, I heard the postman call. Uh, oh, yes. In the other room. Don't come into the other room. No, no. We wouldn't <laughs> dream of it. Just stay here. All right. And uh, the adjunct constructor steps <laughs> into the other room. Carzor, and, is heard the postman a euphemism for something? No, I'm wondering. If, I mean, she has to know that the mail is here somehow. <laughs> unless she has some <laughs> ridiculous supernatural sense of when the mail is coming. Must, must have been auditory. Alfonso's eyes squint down He thinks for a moment This fucking 19 intelligence Like wait a minute 
He looks across the corridor and he's like, Did you hear the postman? I did not. I did not either. But then again... Your hearing must be incredible. Yes, then again, I don't know what a postman sounds like. She's lying to us about her hearing. It's far, far better than she lets on. Yes, it is sharper. Far more attuned than ours could ever dream to be. Perhaps it's something we could use, utilize in the future. Have you ever what are noticed? you all talking about? Oh, well done. Oh, uh, Alfonso does a perception check to see if the crystal ghost casts a shadow. <laughs> oh, welcome. Oh, hello. <laughs> what are you doing here? How did you know we were here? I know a great many things, Alfonso. The crystal well, ghost hope- keeps an eye on out for injustice everywhere. You, it's well, just- I hope you realize you've you become a part of a crime. We are breaking and entering as we speak. And you are now a part of the crime. Oh. You are an accomplice. An accessory at best. Accessory at best. Did you see the postman while you were outside? <laughs> oh, yes. I saw him heading off. It seems he just delivered a letter to someone. Was he wearing cowbells or, or some other... Yes, was he... W- warning w- device. Was he noisy or quiet? What would? How would you describe his general... Sound level. I would say he was rather stealthy, and a decent perception check would be able to hear him if you were paying attention. Oh, if you might be expecting a letter, you might be, be keeping an ear out. The wax golem stands up and, like, reforms himself. He's like, well, sorry that things had to go down this way, but I'll be on my way. Just one more thing. Uh, you said you heard a postman, but... Why the post hasn't been allowed in Carpad for over two weeks since the (gasps) disease hit town and people started disappearing. So... (laughs) Do you want to try that story again, (laughs) Crystal Ghost? He might have not been a postman. He might have been a civil servant of some kind. (laughs) A runner for the mayor. uh, In general... I've only yet begun my investigation of this town. I I don't know what the patches on their sleeves mean. The other part that's suspicious is that I... I, You said it didn't sound like bells, but the postman always rings twice. All right, I can't... But it wasn't a postman. Oh. That would account for the... Oh, the golem! Sorry. All right. Wow. All right. Now that the crystal ghost is back... uh, I've been following you this whole time. (laughs) I thought when I saw you break and enter that you might need a little backup. I'm sorry for caring. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> We're all finished. All right. uh, Alfonso is going to slowly descend the steps. As you slowly descend the steps, the winners of tonight's contest are announced. Uh, oh! Bling, 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 bling. We had three scares winners. the shit out of Alfonso. He trips, falls down the stairs. If you're following us on Instagram all night, we just tabulated the winners about three minutes ago to give away a Lork's Gonna Lork shirt, a new Nestor coin shirt, and the glass cannon hat that Joe is wearing. The Lork shirt goes to our good buddy Jen with two N's. Get the hell out of here. Nestor coin goes to I Krell. I C R E L L. Handle I Krell. 
And the hat goes to Ajolumi. A-J-O-L-O-U-M-I. We'll be hitting you up on uh, on the IG, slipping into your DMs to get your uh, your sizes and your address. Uh, but thanks for playing, everybody. Some awesome. big wins. Yeah, thanks, thanks everybody. everybody. Congrats, Thank Jen, you. with two ends. Yeah. Isn't that funny? There was uh, like uh, almost funny. 300 people entered. Oh. And, uh, oh, and I just that's great. rolled dice for it. Jen, congrats on signing Cam Newton, by the way. Yeah. So she had a, a lot to do with the signing. Um, <laughs> let's talk to me about walking down these stairs. I will tell you right now, it's underground. It's dark. <laughs> O'Brien. Not going right, to tell me. Right, it's I'll five o'clock up. Should be light going down the stairs from the window upstairs. I, I, no, I, I agree with you here. Let I me go see. first, Alfonso. Yes, uh, after you. I shall follow Corridor. I shall follow you. All right, you come down the stairs. You see a door to your right and a room that's about uh, 25 feet wide, uh, 20 feet long. Um, This looks like some sort of packing room. It's piled high with uh, crates and boxes, uh, also filled like upstairs with candles and packing material. Maybe uh, she ships candles outside of Carpad uh, all over Nidal. Um, Don't. Uh, <laughs> there was. It looks like there might have at one time been some semblance of order to this place, um, but it's long gone as uh, spools of twine, pots of dye, and other uh, elements of candle manufacture have just been dumped here haphazardly. Um, so, mm. so with all that stuff here, it would appear just by deductive reasoning that you spent all of your prop budget on the opening scene you didn't want to put any of that effort into decorating this area or or the shop yeah i just wanted to leave it a blank gray slate just for this one you know it's it's a good it's a good point uh i'm gonna give you that grant um because yeah i didn't put boxes there so i should put uh some boxes thank you i appreciate Um, it but I should probably start with the most important part of the room that I didn't mention, which is the dead woman on the floor. Oh, oh see? Whoa. See, we weren't reading too much into shit. Um, Alfonso can't see anything, you're saying, right? He can't see anything can't down see here? Anything. You just tripped over. Right. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so he's going he's gonna to light a torch then. If he can't see it, watch your eyes. <laughs> you light a torch and you see splayed out in the ground in a pool of blood uh, is a woman with a enormous gash across her throat that like opens outward and blood just clearly pooled out of the gash on her neck um and she's just laying there oh oh boy Uh, oh they do a heel check to see how long she's been down here yeah uh yeah uh five that enough? Can't tell. She I looks too. She looks like she might. Carzo, you think like when you walked in, she might have been alive, but you took too long upstairs, uh, taking twenty on the lockbox, and she oh, clearly see. perished in that time. <laughs> it was greed, greed that killed the Chandler. Uh, Fifteen, <laughs> 15 <laughs> on the heel check of that matters. Um. All right. So maybe a week old. What? Whoa. Um. And so no one's noticed her missing? 
the cause of death has something to do with the neck, but it doesn't look like she was cut. She actually has uh, a similar appearance to the captain of the guard. Um, white, white skin, kind of like very pale. Now that you think of it, the captain of the guard looked a little sick as well, and his neck looked a little swollen. She has that kind of look as well. And as you're standing there, all looking over her and trying to figure this out, the torchlight flickers about the room, and you see the shadows in the room start to flit about. And all of a sudden, they just... Oh, no, reach no, out no, for no, you. no. Not shadows. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh. oh they're the worst. They're the fucking worst. We're talking no. possible character death next oh, week. They are the worst. Oh, God. No. I mean, as equipped as you were for the Wax Golem fight, you are as unequipped for this one. It's oh, going down so next week bad. time. It's so bad. Oh, no. Oh, it's terrible. The Glass Cannon Podcast Side Quest Side Sesh Series is a Glass Cannon Network production. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo, Inc. and are used with permission. The Glass Cannon Network is an officially licensed partner of Paizo, Inc. 